Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore, Christopher Strong, and Beth Christine. Welcome everyone to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Beth. And I'm Chris. And today we are uh, talking about some Boomerang movies, uh, specifically from the Boomerang app the the, the the Cartoon Network sub-channel. This is not a paid sponsorship, but it could be. <laughs> wink, wink. What do you th- Let us know what you think, Ted Turner. Um, yeah. these, these are my cartoons? <laughs> they are now. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> but uh, just speaking of, I guess, like the Boomerang app real fast, um, I've had it for about a year now, and uh, I've been enjoying it. You know, I, I watch a few things here and there it's pretty cheap so i don't have to like i don't feel the need to like use it all the time but it does like i don't you know like i don't feel bad about not using it all the time so uh yeah it's been it's been pretty great but um today we're talking about some of the movies they've got on there uh we're doing yogi and the invasion of the space bears the jetsons meet the flintstones (laughs) and scooby-doo on zombie island (laughs) There's no, there's no woo after one of those movies anyway <laughs> so let's let's start off with what is obviously the best of the bunch um, yogi have, and the invasion of the space Bears. can i can i summarize this movie in like a yes words? okay so yes. basically think of it as it's a 30s plot with a 70s budget made in 88 it's yes. yogi bear <laughs> right explain explain what happens in yogi and the space bears chris all right, so Yogi Bear is doing his thing, right? Him and Boo Boo, or Yogi yeah. and Boob, um, as they're <laughs> really called by these aliens who show up later on. Uh, anyway, he's making, he's making a ruckus, and uh, the ranger, uh, oh my god, I can't remember his name right now, Ranger, ranger Smith. Smith. Yeah, ranger Smith. He, uh, he's going to send Yogi to Siberia, <laughs> which is pretty funny, which I do appreciate that joke. Um, I'm a warm weather bear. <laughs> Oh no, Yogi! Yogi. Anyway, um, and so uh, <laughs> these aliens show up and decide to clone Yogi, as he's called once again. <laughs> Which, by the way, so that's just the aliens like not being able to pronounce things, right? That was like just the voice actors going, "I don't, I don't know what the name of this character is." <laughs> yeah, these are Yogi. all seasoned voice actors. I think that they all uh, yeah, they sure. knew how to say it. And it was like the it was the joke that wore out its welcome very fast. <laughs> no, yeah, because I'm like. Are they ever going to get it right? Yeah, like, you would think, time. especially the two aliens that like him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that that were, like, literally hired to watch him in yeah. his life. Yeah, but you have, like, you, have like uh, you know, Frank Welker in this, which, uh, playing, I think he was, like, the, the, the main, I think it might have been the main alien, I can't remember anymore. Um, I, I, maybe he did the main alien. I know I that he was, either. uh, Mountain Bear. No, Jim Cummings was Mountain Bear. Never mind. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, you're right. There are some seasoned voice actors in this. I know Rob Paulson was one of the, um, one of the aliens. Okay, they so like that pretty fast. So literally, it really is like all these like big names from like that time period mm-hmm. uh, doing the voices in this, which is very funny. Uh, this movie sucks. Uh, what's his face? <laughs> what's his face? Um, Peter Cullen. He was um, uh, one of the other Rangers. Oh, was he really? I didn't recognize Optimus yeah. Prime in there. Yeah. <laughs> He was doing a he was doing a different <laughs> different voice with his um, with his multi talent by the way this guy is really yes. talented. <laughs> Listen, I don't have many complaints about the voice acting. Yeah, it's it's um, it's the story that's um, fascinating. The story leaves a lot to be desired. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know about you guys. I didn't watch a whole lot of Yogi um, when I when I was when I was a kid. Um, so like I didn't even recognize like uh, the lady bear whose name I already forgot. Uh, uh, Cindy. Cindy. Yeah. Cindy. Uh, I yeah I've never seen her before, and um, so like you know, and I I I only thought like Ranger Smith was like the only park ranger there. Maybe that's something different, but I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really watch a lot of Hanna Barbera stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, so I remember watching a lot as a kid like a really little kid and then i don't know if we just didn't have boomerang or anything it just didn't play mm-hmm. so i never really watched it so i i'm a little bit disconnected from like all the stuff yeah 
Uh, Boomerang I think... used to play as like a segment on Cartoon Network, yeah. and then it became a channel. Like probably a couple years after, um, yeah. the other channels launch. I did watch the Flintstones uh, quite a bit, but yeah, I'm a little bit like disconnected. We have been watching it recently, like you said, with mm-hmm. the Boomerang app. Um, and I really enjoy the stuff that I've seen, but overall, I didn't watch a lot of Yogi either. I, I, like I, I tried to watch some Yogi once before when I like first got the app, and uh, I think I was just like already tired, um, so I was falling asleep during it. Um, so like no, no, that's every time of I show <laughs> you're falling, asleep I don't know, I don't know, I <laughs> I haven't really given enough of a fair shot, but at the same time, like. I feel like this is pretty representative. Like, this, it feels like it has all of the, you know, all of the yogi trimmings in it. Like, you know, he's doing his, like, pseudo rhyming. (laughs) Which doesn't always rhyme. Yeah, he's, like, very rarely ever saying anything that does actually rhyme. He's just saying it in a rhythm, more like. Like I said, he's a still in picnic baskets. I can't do the voice. My dad can do the voice. Uh, My my dad watched the show. I remember, like, I watched shows as a kid. And my dad talked about how much he liked it, and I was like, well, I guess I have to like it because, you know, he liked it. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I, I realized that, like, later on in life, I did not like Yogi Bear. I just, it was just on TV, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, like, certain shows that we watch as a kid, and it's like, I, did I watch it because I enjoyed it, or did I watch it because it was on TV? <laughs> there's a lot of Hanna-Barbera stuff where, yeah, like, it, it feels like it has its central idea. Like, yeah, Yogi's a bear who steals picnic baskets and Ranger Smith is going after him. Like, he, you know, he doesn't want him causing a ruckus in Jellystone Park. Great. That's good for a short. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, then you... you just continue on this whole series somehow. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, yeah, I like, like, you know, Snagglepuss, like a bunch of other characters like that, that are all like sort of in this same, like generation of cartoons it's like it doesn't they don't really seem to go far beyond their or rather they don't seem to work far beyond their concept obviously this is trying (laughs) and like i'll say this i don't like you know i'm pretty much getting into like what my final thoughts on it where we can kind of go through and nitpick certain things or whatever this wasn't bad but it also wasn't great either like i could see someone like like you could watch this with your kids and it would be fun. Um, but I like it definitely like it the title was more amusing than the than the uh the content. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I it feels like this movie, I think the Jetsons movie was made, or the Flintstones Jetsons movie was made like a year or two around the same time period. I think it was the same yeah. 80s. Uh and it's like this movie looks way worse. Then, yeah. like, that would like you know it's gonna look aged it's gonna look Clearly. a little dated but it, like, like i said earlier it looks like it's like a 70s budget for their animated right. show and it's like this probably need a little bit more <laughs> to it yeah i like because you know and obviously like yogi's not as big of a property this is probably like either some kind of a tv special or like a direct-to-video type of thing oh yeah um but you know it's it's interesting to kind of yeah to kind of see like and the, it's weird because like like you said like yeah the budget seems a lot smaller but then there's like sequences where it's like it looks better um there's like and i mean not much better but like like the first part where like all of a sudden the movie turns into a musical like yeah that sequence is suddenly like well animated it's like whoa what's going on this is like better than the the average hanna barbera outing um (laughs) Every time a song came on, I always felt like it was really out of place. Yeah. I don't know, like, and not even all the songs were really, like... The first one's fine. Yeah. Like, I just... It just feels like like it shouldn't be there. Yeah, like, I don't know. I I could have done without the music. The Um, Yogi and Boo Boo (laughs) songs are all horrible. God, like, Boo Boo's singing. Ugh. (laughs) Like, can we, you know, just, like, strip it of the music and put that towards you know the budget to make it a better movie yeah. <laughs> um can i tell you what my favorite yogi rhyme was in no, this whole you can't please please do <laughs> <laughs> row 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 the boat gently through the sky merrily 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 life's a pizza pie <laughs> like, that was just so- yes <laughs> um i enjoyed him uh 
I enjoyed him uh, calling the uh, like alien leader omnipity dippity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. Well, speaking of their leader, so like they've been watching, and like here's the thing: this this they made it make sense, um, like the reason why they wanted to clone Yogi Bear. It's like oh, like he's you know he's outsmarting all these people, like you know. Um, they see him like swinging in, swoop, like swooping in and like grabbing picnic baskets and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. So like he's outsmarting all these humans. So he must be like, you know, of a higher intelligence than them. Um, and when then, really like, he's just smarter than the average bear. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but like, um, it's like the thing is he, um, like I, and it, the movie doesn't really address this, but like it's, you know, it would have been a more interesting angle to go with. It's like, he's only doing this because he's trying to get the food. Like he's not going to be as effective if they're like just giving him a bunch of food. Um, but on top of that, like the, so like the leaders, uh, going like, Oh, he does nothing but eat. And it's like, they fucking told you that. dude. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the first thing they said. They warned you ahead of time. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> they're going to eat all the food. <laughs> there was there was one part um where the leader is just like oh yogi got away and they're like well it's okay because you know we made the clones and the leader goes <laughs> like basically goes oh yeah well fuck it i guess <laughs> <laughs> um, i like how uh cindy like immediately knew something was wrong because she went into his cave and said yogi never gets up this early <laughs> i was like that's perfect <laughs> I like whenever he's like Cindy because I think that oh, she's yeah, a good. dumb bitch for going back <laughs> to the mountain bear two different times. That's right. No, he no, knows she... everything. Okay, you think happens <laughs> like, he knows? She probably spends hours climbing up the first time, goes up, and uh, uh, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, have you seen Yogi?" He's like, "Who's Who's Yogi?" Yeah, and it's like, "Okay, well, I guess my question's answered there." But they continue the conversation anyway. More time passes, then she goes back. She's like, "Oh." Mountain Bear would know. It's like, Mountain Bear doesn't know jack shit. <laughs> he does do the thing with the stick. He does do the thing with the but stick. But even then, he's just like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> NRA membership bear. He, he's just clearly, you know, working off of dumb luck. Oh, uh, the bubble that then, like, breaks in half and they're, like, hanging on oh to it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sent adrift into space. And, like, apparently Yogi can breathe in space. Yeah. He can he can survive in the vacuum of space. It's fine. Right. <laughs> Yogi Bear is the same species as Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. Right. That's, that's hey, boo-boo, my eyeballs are getting sucked out of their sockets. <laughs> so um, all, of the, uh, all of the clone Yogis are, like, running amok, right? And uh, But, like, the ranger is just, like, so convinced that, oh, no, he's gone. Like, there's no way. Um... Like, he keeps getting all these calls, and he's just ignoring them. And then all of a sudden, they're bringing in, you know, all these yogis. Um, and he's like, oh, why didn't you tell me? And uh, the the all the other rangers are going like, oh, I called it 0100 hours. I called it 0200 hours. It's like, you called it 1 a.m.? No, you didn't. It was light outside. <laughs> <laughs> so they were almost in the right there. I did like how uh, when the ranger goes into the jail, he turns around. There's just like there's like all six of them there. It's like oh god, right. <laughs> like he has a mental just mental breakdown. <laughs> right. I I pretty much liked how the ranger reacted to everything, and I mean that that seems to be like the comedy of like the show to begin with. So it's weird that they didn't focus on it all that much, even if he is just a black haired George Jetson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, one of my uh, one of my favorite quotes was, "I have not been programmed to swim." <laughs> At one point, they're trying to take over the world. At another point, they're trying to take over Jellystone Park. It's like, okay, well, that's more reasonable, I, I suppose. But then, like, like, oh, that Yogi's making rude faces. <laughs> let's get let's get the hell out of here. We're not having any of that. Um. Now, if you heard me explaining this movie, I'd sound probably just as silly as a kid would because there's no right way to explain it. I still really don't get what the aliens' like motive was. What what their whole what the whole point was? Because um, they didn't really do anything. They didn't accomplish anything. Besides, yeah. Besides annoying some people. <laughs> yeah. Besides letting loose several yogi bears, um, and then so 
uh, Yogi's like in in space still. Uh, like he uh, he finds these these like rebel uh, creatures, and um, they uh, like they're they're in a ship. I mean, there's pretty much no reason except to introduce like a female alien bear for Boo Boo. Um, <laughs> but uh, so like they're yeah, Yogi's flying the spaceship for some reason, even though there's an alien who'd probably know better anyway. Um, then he like Yogi like ejects the leader because somehow uh, like the leader ends up in the ship with him. Uh, he ejects him, you know, attempted murder. Uh, Yogi's basically a, an alien war criminal. Um, <laughs> and... Like, it just, it continues to spiral out of control. It's just, like, <laughs> the movie makes less and less sense as it goes along. Um, some things I did like, uh, I kind of I liked how, you know, like, how they made space look, you know, for, like, this for this cartoon. And, like, stars were actually kind of shifting around. I was, like, kind of surprised at how mm -hmm. decent it looked. I liked the, uh, the spaceship designs. I mean, yeah. like, while they weren't super unique, like, they, they stood out. They, I mean, they didn't just, like, make them flying saucers or something, which I thought right. was cool. It kind of reminded me of, uh, of oh, my gosh, I just lost it, of uh, Close Encounters. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, the main ship. Yeah, it reminded me of. I was, I was waiting for, like, to, like, turn over. I'm like, just, <laughs> what I was going to do is turn over. That's it. <laughs> it's made it. Uh, Beth, what what was your uh, what would your rating be for Yogi? Um, Well... I gotta say, this one was definitely, like, my least favorite. Yeah. I mean, overall, just, like, for what it was, um, I feel like the writing was quite poor. Yeah. Um, I I do like the stuff that you said, you know, the ships. Um, the animation, you know, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't, like, unwatchable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but overall, it wasn't really, like, my cup of tea. And even, even like, you know, for what it is, like, being a Hanna-Barbera, I feel like there's a lot of better stuff out there. Right. Um, so, I was going to give it a 4 out of 10. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm going to give it a 5, pretty much the same reasons I said before. I mean, like, it's it's probably, like, the most mild thing we watched. You know, there's there's no real, there's no real flavor to it or anything. It's like uh -huh. eating a pea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, like... It was, you know, it was all right. I probably wouldn't, I probably won't watch much Yogi related material again. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, I mean, all three of the movies we watched are Hanna-Barbera related characters. So, like, they obviously have better offerings. Yeah, and I mean, again, for me, if if the writing was just a little bit better and it made, you know, I mean, if it made a little bit more sense, yeah. it would have been honestly just fine. Like, I feel like they coasted off of the idea of just... Uh, aliens cloning yogi and that, right. they thought that would be enough yeah <laughs> so uh yeah four out of ten for me i feel like the alien thing is like one of those things where like every tv show eventually gets to that point where it's like i guess we're just right. aliens I got nothing yogi else to in do. space yogi in space yeah <laughs> that's, that's what it's like every horror movie but i guess it's, it's yogi <laughs> goes to space <laughs> but like for me it's, this is probably like a like a five out of ten um, yeah. it definitely doesn't have like the nostalgia factor that the next two has for me. Right. So like, you know, uh, that might hurt it potentially, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, I also still wouldn't have watched it even then when I was a kid. So, right. <laughs> yeah. This, this, it's hard to rate it because this just clearly was not for us. Yeah. Anyway, let's move if on you, to if you like Yogi Bear. Uh, yeah. You know. There's other Yogi Bear cartoons of Boomerang. Watch that instead. <laughs> no, I mean, if you like Yogi, you might like this. Yeah, there you go. That, there's that. Yeah. But let's move on to the Jetsons meet the Flintstones. Hell yeah. So when I was a kid, every time this came on TV, I had to make sure I watched it. Like, this was an no, event when it came on TV. This this is this is, this is is beautiful. Every time, I, every time I'd show on Cartoon Network, like, it was like the greatest thing ever. They, uh, cause they, I remember like, I, I think I was, it must've been around the year like 1999 or 2000, um, when I first started watching Cartoon Network, um, like, you know, like, like full on, like it was like my favorite channel. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember like there was a, they had their, uh, cartoon theater, uh, promos and they showed one for the, the Jetsons meet the Flintstones. And I was like. I was like, I was I was like I remember I remember where I was when this happened, folks. I was oh my at my grandma's place. Um, they were like having like this uh, like this block party or something. I was inside like watching some cartoons because it was getting dark, and uh, they had the promo play for this. So I was like, 
Oh my god. <laughs> the Jetsons meet. This exists? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it um, does. <laughs> since I really didn't want. When, when did this come out? This was 1987. 1987. Oh my okay. god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe by the time that, like. I obviously it wore off by the time you were born too, but yeah. maybe it like really worn off by the time I was born. Um, I don't remember this like being like a thing when mm-hmm. I was younger at all. I actually don't. I mean, I'm sure I've seen this before. I just don't remember it at all because I had no clue what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't. I didn't really watch that much of either of these two. Mm-hmm. I mainly watched the Flintstones, but I didn't have much of a memory of that either. Um, so first of all, I do like this movie a lot. Yeah. It was fantastic. Uh, but like going in, this is me like going in with, with no nostalgia or no yeah memory or anything like that. So I think it's, you know, pretty cool that, that yeah. it still holds up for, you know, even someone like me who's never, who doesn't really have any sort of like connection to either of these. Right. I, um, so I, I know that I've at least seen this once around, around the time when I was like five or six, but that was it. And I remembered some things about it, um, some some good, some bad, um, but yeah, no, like for I guess for my background, um, like I I always liked the Flintstones when it used to play, and I mean yeah, like I mean it was pretty much a like they only played retro cartoons at certain times, um, so like it wasn't even really that <laughs> that big of a deal. It was just a big deal to me because it was like oh like. Basically, like these are like the two polar opposites of the same idea, um, clashing. I thought that's that's really great. Um, but uh, more recently, like I've been like actually like watching through the Flintstones because I think it's a really. I, I was surprised at how much I still liked it mm-hmm. because I thought like, oh boy, here come all the rock puns. Here come all the like, oh like like an episode will start out and like Fred's doing something stupid and it's like, Oh, here comes all the, like the, the fifties, sixties sexism. Um, and it's like with the Flintstones in particular, it's like, Oh no, like the, the women characters are usually like the smarter ones. And like, uh, like Fred, you know, while he's, he's, he's affable, he's, uh, he's kind of a, kind of a dummy. Um, like he always has, like he'll realize when he's doing something wrong or like he'll be trying like you know he uh even in this movie like you know they're uh they're trying to plan a vacation and you know <laughs> like the the wives have something they clearly want but Fred's like oh I'm going to give them something better than what they want so his intentions are good Whereas he probably should have just done what he wanted in the first place right. and it would have been fine. <laughs> well, I think um, it's because he couldn't afford to go to, uh, ha- oh my god, was it Hana? Hana it was pretty much just Hawaii. Yeah, like Hawaii, their, whatever their it's called, yeah. Version of Hawaii, yeah. yeah. version of Hawaii. <laughs> so instead, uh, he's like, because, so basically Fred tries to uh, uh, double his money um, by going to this casino, uh, or this poker game, rather, and... Uh, and he ends up losing his job instead. Because he plays uh, Against poker his boss. with his boss. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Who Slate. Who was also not working. Mr. Slate. Yeah, who was also not working. Hey, hey, so, hey. Mr. Um... Slate owns the thing. He can do whatever he wants, right? <laughs> I suppose so. Um, so what you had said earlier about these two being polar opposites, but basically the same idea. It was actually kind of cool to see these families like side by side because they're very, very different still yeah. in the way they act. I actually prefer the Flintstone family. I think they're a little more lovable. Mm-hmm. They're a little more funny. Um, I don't know. I, I just like them a bit better. Um, but the both of the bosses yeah. are like <laughs> the perfect representation of just the terrible boss. Right. Like <laughs> Fred's boss comes up to him and he's like, oh, you're working tonight or else you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, what's what's the dad's name in the Jetsons? Uh, George. George's boss is just like, oh, there's a big leak in the company. It must be you. It must and be if you, you Jetson. If you don't figure out what's going on here, you're fired. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? I, I think I like Spacely the most out of uh, out of the two bosses just because like he's this tiny little man with the with the but, mustache of uh, with the with the mustache of the Fuhrer. Yeah, um, apparently, apparently, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was a kid. Never noticed that before, but there it is. 
and the and the temper of him to boot. Um, but like with, when it comes to the Jetsons, like I've always seen less of the Jetsons and I always forget how I feel about it. Every time I try to watch an episode on Boomerang, um, I, I think the Jetsons overall is like a weaker, it kind of relies more on its gags. Um, like the, uh, like the gags around, uh, like their devices or whatever. Um, and that and geez, the the Jetson women are just like very very shallow. Uh-huh. Uh, Jane not so much in like this movie. Like she still is. Uh, actually, she no, she's pretty shallow in this movie. <laughs> thinking back, but like Judy is probably the worst like female character out of both of these shows. Yeah, she like literally every single time she talks it's about boys yeah. which i get it you know she's supposed to be like the teenage girl and stuff right but, i mean you know have her complain about maybe one other thing right like, i don't know anything. well and it's like meanwhile um uh elroy he's like like this genius who created a time machine it's like yeah. wow <laughs> the little yeah. boy created a time machine yeah the little boy's so smart <laughs> but judy jetson's of is a vapid moron who only thinks about boys. <laughs> See, when I, when I watched the Jetsons, I was always a big fan of like George Jetson. Yeah. So it like so it was like focused on him. I liked those episodes. Also, and... like Rosie's a good character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosie's. But great. we don't see yeah. a lot of her in this movie. She doesn't really get much time to shine. You know the the like upsetting thing about this movie is like the one upsetting thing about this. So like you know the Flintstones was what the, the Flintstones Jetsons is like what sixty. Is he two, whatever it was? Yeah, like they're around. they're in the uh, the mid to early sixties, something like that. So they already had the best characters show up, and they didn't show, have them show up in this movie. And it was uh, you know the Great Kazoo, and <laughs> and I feel like I feel like him and George could have gotten to some real some real. T- I don't know what I'm saying. Right now. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> I was actually surprised that uh, like Pebbles and Bam Bam weren't in this. Like they were well established characters by yeah. this point. This is definitely like, like before. This is like this is like you know, season one or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I, I prefer place. that because I, I prefer like that era of the Flintstones a lot more anyway, but I like surprising that the kids weren't in there. I, I guess it was just so there'd be like the same amount of characters on from each show. But, um, uh, like I was also surprised that like the great gazood had nothing to do with them. Like go like, like with the Flintstones going into their time or something like that. That's what I expected going into this. Just, just that dumb green idiot coming in. It's like <laughs> yeah. two seconds, <laughs> whatever he does, a little magic thing, or like that's it. And then the future. No, I, I love the fact that like, um, uh, like, like so, so when they when they when they swap, it's like, do you ever watch the show like Wife Swap? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, what this should have been. That's what this should have been. <laughs> like just so I love like whatever George and uh, Jane whatnot are like in the past, and they're like slowly buying up, you know, all of 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 uh, bedrock. Yeah, and uh, it's just like this is like piling up, like all these issues piling up. They have like the fire department. They have you know. I really uh, don't understand why they did that. <laughs> I know because they have a bunch of money. Like, what do we do with money? <laughs> like, I don't know because maybe the future don't have money. It's, if you notice, like they, it doesn't seem to. I don't know. They have different weird, weird ways of doing currency, I guess. Yeah. And uh, George just just makes so much money off of being the, you know, the spaceman. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. no, at one point, uh, uh, Judy gets, or no, Jane. Jane's the mom, right? Jane's the mom. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so Jane gets like you know a letter or so, or a complaint or something about the lake, and she's like, I didn't even know we owned the lake. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like. It's like, how do you not know that you purchased a lake? Like, what's going on here? Right. Like, yeah, like they're just they're good. They're going way far, like way out of control. Um, but like, so the movie starts off. Uh, just rewinding a bit here, um, because I actually, if I have one complaint about the movie as a whole, I want to say like the first half is really solid. Like the Jetsons going back in time to Bedrock is pretty entertaining. I like how they, you know, how, like, how Fred's trying to leverage to get his job back with all the future gadgets, um, uh, helping Mr. Slate. Uh, and, like, all, like, you know, 
I, I like that, like, there's, like, just a very brief amount of, like, you know, them being concerned about each, like, you know, about, like, oh, what's the deal with these guys? And then, like, they get on pretty fast. There's no, like, big scene of, like, oh, you're from the f- 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 future? Oh, yeah, that would be like, so annoying. That would have like, been so We skipped annoying. all of that crap. Oh, we got straight to, like, let's just have fun with these two sets of characters being in the same place. Um, and I I like the fact that we get to, like, see them swap. Like, we get every variation. We see both of them in the past, both of them in the future. Uh, the past, you know, the, the Stone Age people in the future, the future people in the Stone Age. We get all of it. Unfortunately, like, it feels like two, like, there were two different scripts, and, like, they used both, because, like, the second half, they're in the different times, and the only thing holding it together is the, the plot about the leak. So, it, it just, like, it it feels like it's dragging for the most of the second half for me. Mm. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys felt the same about that, but, like, I don't know, for me, it just kind of, it just kind of felt like, oh, man, it feels like. It felt like we had a whole adventure. We had a whole romp with the Jetsons and the Sims. Uh, with the S- <laughs> Simpsons. Oh my lord! <laughs> There's a mixture. Jetsons meet the Flintstones and also meet the Simpsons. And the Simpsons show up too. Oh god! <laughs> Don't. <laughs> It'd be a great well, in between point. Keep that in. Great, great in between point right there. That's <laughs> where they get trapped. They, yeah. This 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 special was literally two years too early. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, uh, so yeah, the, uh, like we had a whole adventure with the Jetsons and the Flintstones and then it kind of feels like, okay, we're about to see you guys off. Oh wait, here's a whole other plot thread that we have to go through. <laughs> so I, I don't want to sound like the, the counterpoint to you or whatever, or yeah, uh, go for uh, it. whatever it's called. Um, I like that almost playground. It feels like where it's like, these guys are now playing in each other's playgrounds a bit. Right. And like discovering things and like both, both sides. I liked, I liked watching that and like, they're like, Yes, there's a slowdown there. Like, there is yeah. a plot slowdown there. However, I'm fine with it because of the fact that I'm just having so much fun watching these people, like, deal mm-hmm. with all these, like, I said, just, it's a playground. Yeah, they're, they're literally, like, messing around in different, different uh, aspects of their, I guess, their worlds or whatever. Uh-huh. I feel like we spent too much time with the Jetsons in the Stone Age, and the stuff with the, uh, the Flintstones in the future was a little bit more interesting. Um, because like, yeah, it just, it just kind of feels like all the scenes with the Jetsons and the Stone Age were just kind of like about them buying stuff and saying, oh man, we bought too much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, it could have been more of them like, I don't know, like running into dinosaurs or right. just like, I don't know, something. Cause like the Flintstones in the future were like, you know, they were taking advantage of all, all of the futuristic technology mm-hmm. and like all the, all the interesting stuff you could play around with there. Um. So like that that was a little bit more fun, and I'm not, not to say that the uh, the opposite wasn't. It, I feel like it they just spent too much time with the Jetsons in the Stone Age. Speaking of Betty though, uh, what happened to her voice? Because like a lot of the a lot of the characters were like the second people to take over the voices. Like Alan Reed wasn't doing Fred. It was I I don't remember the um I don't remember the guy who was doing him in this special, but he's like. He was a perfect follow-up. Um, Betty just sounded like really like nasally and high pitched. See, I um, just I just assumed that Mel Blank just does all the voices. <laughs> every we did get Mel Blank in this movie, which is great. Uh, um, wait, wait, did we really? <laughs> wait, who yeah, like? yeah. Uh, Mel Blank is uh, Spacely and Barney. Oh, okay. I just I just I just assumed that he's in every movie. One of these movies. <laughs> Because he literally is in everything else, so why not? Actually, no. He was. I don't know if he's still if he was still alive. I don't know when he died. Actually, when did, when did he die? Like, he um both he and the actor for George Jetson died almost immediately after the '90s Jetsons movie came out. It was really? both their last roles. Wow. Um, George, uh, the voice of George Jetson, actually died immediately after finishing recording. Jesus. Like it was like immediately after. That's crazy. It's like good thing. I'm glad that like he finished, you know, he's finished yeah. recording, you know, to get like the last roll out there. But dang, mm-hmm. that's some. Ugh, 
That's awful. Like apparently he was like having a really hard, like a real hard time, uh, even like getting through it. Cause I like, he could barely like see anything. Like it was like reading about that. It's like, oh man, that's rough. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, just like Chris said, I guess, you know, it's at least really good that he, he finished it. Cause it's always so emotionally tasking. Like mm-hmm. when an actor, an actress dies in the middle of a production. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, do we replace them? Do right. we, uh, you know, just cut it? Like, what do we do here? So that's good at least. And the thing that sucked about that movie is, like, I don't know whose dodo brain fucking idea this was, but um, they uh, they had the voice of Judy Jetson be replaced by, like, some, like, pop star at the time that no one remembers. Um, so, like, the I think it was, like, the casting director who was, like, just basically forced to make that decision. Um and wasn't allowed to bring back the original voice of Judy, like, totally regrets it. See, like, this goes into, like, a note that I have for Scooby-Doo, but, like, um, it's always, like, disheartening whenever you hear about, like, certain voice actors being replaced for movies. Yeah. You're just like, but why? But you already have, but you had this person still, right? Right, <laughs> That's what, <yeah>. what happened. <laughs> but I'll, I'll hold on to that one. Uh, right. First of that a little bit later, <laughs> but... <laughs> but no, um... The one thing that, like, the only thing that really annoyed me in this whole movie, the only, thing, the only bad part of the whole movie was just, like, how, um, uh, the dog and, uh, Dino, like, just <laughs> constantly, I just, I got, I just, every time, every time, every time, uh, Astro, yeah, yeah, like, every time they were on screen, I just, I hated them while they are on screen the whole time. Yeah, yeah it, it just, was, it was, was just too much. It's like stop. This needs to, this needs to stop. I'm done with this joke. So, <laughs> I'm done with so this. So at the end of the movie, uh, there's a part where like they, they they see like the robot dog spying, and um, you thought like I all all of a sudden I was just thinking like, okay the joke comes full circle Dino and Astro are gonna chase it that doesn't happen yeah like <laughs> it would have made it all worth it <laughs> yeah <laughs> would have like it would have made it like at least somewhat worth it yeah it made no, it but... all worth it but somewhat worth it <laughs> well, what does happen though is uh, Fred's car number one is magical now pretty much. Oh, my God. Uh, and number two, they're selling his car as a flight car. So with that, pl- so they have, like, that whole plot there. So, like, the time machine keeps breaking, which is annoying in the first place. So, like, they're like, the time machine's broken again. So they get into Fred's car, and all of a sudden it whisks them away to the past. It's like, wh- why couldn't they just be at the time machine? Like, why did the time machine have to break again? Because <laughs> like, it's such easy writing. <laughs> Like that's that's um, like the most easiest plot there you could possibly put in there. But like so, Spacely, <laughs> uh, Spacely makes all of his money back by basically, um, like the, he takes like Fred's car and yeah makes a uh, makes a flying car out of it. Which I just I uh, love for, I do love that just, for the nos- just away. The it's I I I do like it, but he describes it as for the nostalgic crowd, and it's like, but how can it be nostalgic if no one remembers it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's a good point actually honestly but i mean like i mean the whole like the whole theme of this movie is literally drenched in nostalgia because it's four people who grew up watching the flintstones and the jetsons in the 60s so like like you know i forgive it for that um real quick can i say my um favorite judy and jane moment yes so they're in the back of the car like you know Right, like in the right. in the Flintstones car, they're running, and Jane is just like, "Oh, geez, how are we gonna keep from ruining?" I don't know. If she says shoes or feet or what. Uh-huh. And Judy lifts up, like she lifts up her legs, and she goes like this, Mom. <laughs> and Jane goes, "Judy, that's cheating." And then she lifts up her legs. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also get the heartfelt uh, goodbye scene between uh, Judy and Iggy, the the uh, boy that she liked in the Stone Age. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really stupid, pointless scene <laughs> because then she meets future Iggy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Is it like Iggy's descendant or <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Um, oh, actually I have a favorite line from this movie. Um, it's in the very beginning. It's the first thing George Jetson says. Uh, he says, oh, he's like, he's having a nightmare. He goes, oh, uh, Mr. Spacely, that's my throat you're strangling. <laughs> yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was the best opening line for George I've ever heard. Um, Listen, man, I, I love, I love George Jetson. He's, 
He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great. He's my uh, out of the Jetsons family. He's definitely my mm-hmm. favorite. He's my cousin. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I well, I sure hope Mr. S- uh, Mr. Slate will accept uh, Fred's cousin <laughs> coming in for yeah. Yeah. No, this was uh, this was like probably my favorite piece of like Jetsons related material that I've that I've seen that I remember. Um, and you know, probably it's not like the best of the Flintstones, but it's, you know, it's a solid, like, you know, mashup of those two, uh, families coming together. So like, like um, representation I really enjoyed wise, it. right? Like representation yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. I, um, yeah, no, I, re- I really liked, I really liked, uh, having all of them, having all of them there. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it six Jamie's. Um, for me, it's like, as I said, it has the nostalgia factor in it. Like I said, I was always very excited when I was a kid to watch this special. And I'm going to have to give it like an eight <laughs> just because like, all right, it, it's it, I, I could I could watch this again and still get as much enjoyment out of it. And like yeah. I said, I, I like I'd have I to like wait a while, way. but I could watch it again. Yeah. I don't mean like tomorrow or anything like that. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll make it watch I'm going to watch this again. shit every day. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> you know, like GIF of the person like rubbing their hands together. It's like, <laughs> it's like that basically. Um, I like this movie a lot, so I'll give it six as well. Cool. Very nice. Which brings us on to terror time, folks. Because we're doing Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Scooby-Doo. Let me tell you. This is the one that I was looking forward to the most because I haven't watched this in a long time, uh, probably since I was like twelve. Yeah, I was gonna say probably since like I was plus twelve. <laughs> and uh, man, I'm I was super stoked to watch this, and it didn't disappoint. Yeah, no, this is this one's definitely my favorite. Um, I as a kid, I really, really, really love this one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still to this day like uh, pretty much my favorite Scooby Doo anything. Yeah. Um, so I. I don't know, Scooby-Doo 2 with Monsters Unleashed. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) The monsters are real in that one. But this one here, it's it's like a lesser copy of it, honestly. Yeah. It was really surprising that it wasn't, like, it wasn't played that much on Cartoon Network in spite of, like, the denim tent they were pitching for Scooby-Doo at the time. It was always, like, the the way crappier, like, like, middle... Uh, middle tier stuff, not middle tier. Uh, what am I thinking of? Like, oh, what was the baseball like, one? What's that one called? That that's the one, that's what they showed. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the cyber chase. Cyber they showed chase, the they showed saying. the cyber chase. They showed all the ones that were like, <laughs> like after most of the characters had left, and it was just like Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy. Like they always showed all that crap, but never this movie. Uh so it was really disappointing. But um. I would rent it all the time at, uh, Dylan's used to, uh, do video rentals and I'd, I'd get it every time. Uh, well, speaking of, like, speaking of, like, the live action movies, so, you know, they, they kind of take place, like, after a lot of the main, you know, uh, uh mysteries are solved, right? The main Scooby-Doo can. Like, like, this does a, this does such a better job at representing, right. like, the, the after, like, what happens after they're kind of, you know, get bored of this, of this, you know, lifestyle, or like that it, was it exactly my thought, and it's like this is this is so much better. <laughs> this should have gotten a major film's budget. It should have been the theatrical Scooby Doo movie, and like I know the reason why it probably wasn't is because Scooby Doo was kind of like failing at the time. Yeah, and, uh, I want to say like they had a really crappy like direct to video movie like before this one that like was basically like the death nail pretty much. And then they were like, let's try something different, but you know, also hold back just a little bit. So it would have been nice if this gotten the treatment like any other Scooby-Doo movie would have gotten after this one came out. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Um, I was say like, there's like a bunch of lulls in like Scooby-Doo's like popularity kind of, kind of goes up and down a bunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say, like speaking of like how it looks and stuff it's probably like my favorite art style yeah um just because like it it looks it looks a lot like the original Mm -hmm. but everything's kind of like updated it looks really like um i I love how they give them actual eyes yeah like instead of just dots (laughs) um but it's still it's still keeping all and the color looks really nice Mm -hmm. um all the voices sound really good Mm -hmm. um so there's that for like kind of like 
how it just overall looks visually. Yeah. I would say, like, you um, know, uh, isn't yeah. it great that, like, they only updated, really, Fred and uh, and Daphne's, you know, wear. Everybody else kind of, yeah. kind of remained the same. It's like, Everyone's still that, dressed the same, except I'm glad for that those they, like, two. I'm glad they, they kept with that, because, you know, like, the... The, the ascot maybe a little too much like if, like even there's a scene there like he puts the ascot on he's like nah nah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, lo- I this, love this that is scene. outdated i don't need this anymore <laughs> this is like because velma and shaggy didn't really need much updating their looks were fairly timeless for the most part for their characters um just the pants i know you brought up shaggy, something about really. <laughs> that's about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i know you brought up something about the voice actors uh yeah. i just want to say real fast that i think like I know Casey Kasem wasn't doing Shaggy at the time uh, mm-hmm. because uh, there's some like some disagreements about apparently like uh, Casey Kasem was like a vegetarian and yeah. they kept showing Shaggy eating meat and apparently he w- he was so against it that he wouldn't voice Shaggy <laughs> and I don't really know how to feel about that but like Billy bizarre. West does a really good job here yeah yeah if, if it wasn't for uh, Matthew Lillard it's like I think Billy mm-hmm. West could fill in <laughs> just fine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, sure. And it's it. You know what really sucks is that the fact that uh, we have both Billy West and Matthew Lillard, who's a great Shaggy, has the blessing to be Shaggy, and uh, they're not using him for the, the for the new movie coming out. Yeah. Who'd they get again for the new movie? Like somebody. Oh, it was Will Arnett. <sighs> yeah. Am yeah. I right about that? Uh, editor's note is actually Will Forte. Yeah, something like that. And it's like I. But you, it sounds like you, someone doing an impression. Yeah, it's not like a great impression. It's like it's like your friend doing an impression of him, going, "Yeah, you should court that." <laughs> it's like that's it. It's like no, that's not it though. Dude, dude, you should be Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> like Zoinks, am I right? Am I right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> like Zoinks, Scoobs, Scoobs. <laughs> yeah, and uh, going back to what you said uh, earlier about this being like. Sorry. Continue back. <laughs> Going back to what you said earlier about this being like uh, the best, as far as like the gang's done, what they're doing afterwards. Yeah. I really love what they did with, with everyone here as far as their, as far as their jobs go. Yeah. Um. I think I think in one of the Scooby Doo movies, uh, Velma works for for NASA or something. Really? <laughs> okay, so she works. It, it's in one of the live action ones. She works for NASA, and I just I don't like her in that one because she seems so monotone and just. Uh-huh. Like, just such a jerk and such a, like, know-it-all. Yeah. But in this one, you know, she just has her own mystery book story. It yeah. seems more like her. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I look at Vilma and I'm like, I don't really necessarily think she's, like, a genius. Right. Like, everyone makes, because she's wrong a lot of the time. Yeah. Um. So I feel like, you know, a mystery bookshop is totally her, whereas, you know, like, everything else makes her out to be, like, just this, you know, mad genius. Like, right. for NASA and everything. And then, uh... Daphne's a reporter, which I really liked um, mm-hmm. for her, just because, like, the way they they made it look, she was really good at it. Mm-hmm. And then Scooby and Shaggy are just kind of hopping from job to job. I'm like, yes. I like that they're hopping from job to job, and I also like that it's like, yeah, this is one of the few jobs they could get together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they, they screw it up. And they blow it. Yeah. <laughs> You're a couple of Gorgonzolas. <laughs> Man, by the way, I gotta I gotta really say the the ghost in this you know the the, the Captain Moonscar is yeah. is I like Morgan I love Moonscar. Morgan Moonscar I love the name of the of the of the uh, the, the pirate yeah it's like that's a great name that was, I really like I really like pretty much the entire mystery except for like I so I didn't remember like how the cat stuff was explained and I like it's like oh so cat god is real. Yeah, <laughs> like, because like, they like, yeah, they, they put a curse on themselves or something. It's like, oh, that means it's real. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> and then she's she's giving uh, real quick. She's giving the uh, the explanation, and uh, like <laughs> she has like the like the thick like Louisiana accent. So I laughed every time she said pirates. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, that was very that was that was distracting. Um, no, I didn't quite entirely understand the curse, so. Uh, you know, they, they put the curse on the pirates, mm-hmm. so, you know, they, or no, they, rather, well, rather they put it on themselves, so that they, that way they could, like... I think so, and, like, I guess they are just stuck like that or something? Yeah, like... I, well, I mean, it's like, oh, this curse does too, but it's like, 
and somehow like the the ferry boat guy also got in in on it somehow like because well, he wanted to be immortal but so, it's like how did how did they have the authority to well i mean i'm, I'm digging too deep into it I, now, i'm also like... digging too deep but i'm just like oh well, it's like oh it, this cursed us as well it's like you're not necessarily cursed like you are immortal yeah, you're well because they're immortal. If they want to have like they have to suck people's yeah, souls out. Yeah, they have to out, suck but... people's souls. But it's like if you want to stop doing that, you can't. I mean, you don't <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't have to do, have to do it. Yeah, um, I liked uh, Shaggy's. I was like a raisin there for a moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. yeah, that was great. And I, I like their like you know in universe like rational explanation for zombies, like like oh they're not actually zombies. They're just these like they've just had their soul sucked out of them basically. Right. Like, they're just very dry. <laughs> yeah, they're very dry. They have very dry skin. Bunch of, bunch of beef jerky out there just chasing after you. Should've been, should've I always been, liked... Scooby-Doo on Beef loved... Jerky Island. <laughs> Scooby-Doo on Beef Jerky Island. Um, I always love the scene where like they're trying to pull off the zombie mask and they just rip his head off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was so, great. You can, like, you can feel it as they're like ripping, like tugging at his skin or whatever. It's like uh-huh. you can like... like You get a sense of it. It's so great. Um... No, and I love how, like, this is... So, like, in the story, they're just trying to find one mystery that's, like, real. But, uh, you know, none of, them, none of them really believe that ghosts or zombies or anything exists. But they're just mm-hmm. trying to find something that, you know, can't be explained. Right. Like, something big, something different. Um, and they finally do. And then they lose all the footage. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> because they drop the camera in quicksand. I even love how uh, at one point Daphne goes, man, this is a little too real for me. <laughs> right. Like... <laughs> this is too much. Um, uh, so, like, because I was, like, Beth and I were trying to, like, we watched the movie together and we were trying to remember certain parts. We're like, okay, we know the gardener's a good guy. Um, and, like, we know the zombies, like, turn out to be good. And then, like, but I'd forgotten that there were more than just the pirates. Like, there's, like, several generations of, like, characters that have had their souls sucked out. Um, so it's like, oh, the zombies are the good guys. And <laughs> I just remember thinking like, well, they are Confederate soldiers and pirates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to say, uh, the gardener. Um, so like pretty much almost everyone suspects that he has something to yeah. do with it. Um, even though like besides him being a detective and actually being a good guy, like, to the cat ladies, he was just a gardener. Right. Like, at one point, they're like, oh, he had, like, great references. Or, like, <laughs> he had great references. That's right. And I, I love how he genuinely gets so upset when someone messes with the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, we got the uh, the scenes with the peppers and uh, Scooby and Shaggy just being masochists. <laughs> yes. Like, they keep eating them over and over, even though it's, like... Like stop wrenchingly hot. Yeah. Like guys, you're just showing off. Who are you flexing on <laughs> yeah. right now? The cats. <laughs> Dude, that by the way, uh is the same like annoyance I had with uh Flint the Jetsons meet the Flintstones, and that the chasing the cats thing got really, really old really, yeah. really fast. Well, also, it's like I I'm I'm kinda tired of this now. <laughs> Please. Well stop. also it's like this is the period of Scooby Doo where he didn't know he was a dog, so it's like, well, why are you chasing cats, Scoob? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I do love the fact that, like, you know, Scooby-Doo can talk, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wait, now hold on a second. Now, do they understand him? Or are we just understanding him as an audience? I've always been like... I, I think all of them understand him. I feel like everyone's been able to talk to him. I just I just love that idea. Like, my, I don't even as a kid thinking, like, oh, is he, wait, is he, is he a dog? Is he, is he, wait, hold on a second. Does Scooby have to file taxes? Yeah, does Scooby have to file taxes? So he get paid? I mean, he does have a job in yeah. this movie. <laughs> he gets paid in uh, stale Scooby snacks <laughs> that they keep eating. <laughs> they're all, so, all grossed out by, it. like, ew, <laughs> stop. Like, so Scooby, we... I get it, but Shaggy, come on, you gotta stop eating the fucking dog food. Hey, <laughs> You're really freaking me out. I'm not actually sure it's actually dog food. That's the thing, though. Like, I think that actually was just regular food. Because like, he's named after I don't know. I, I think they're supposed to be dog treats. Because I know that he was, like, named after it or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, all right. That's really weird. <laughs> um, Something I didn't expect here. Uh, the do, score right? is very good. <laughs> Fuck you. The score is very good. 
<laughs> Sorry, I had that in there. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's really good. Um, it's it's interesting that they still had like the 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 vocals, uh, vocal yeah. songs in there or whatever. I thought that was I thought that was really fun to throw it in there. Mm-hmm. I really they're super cheesy, but I love all of the songs. Yeah. No, the song "Terror Time Again" or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, it 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 still to this day gets me so hyped. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great song. For oh this yeah. Segment. Faux show. Well, it feels like. You wouldn't have a Scooby Doo movie without like, you know, at least those, something like like this. Th- those yeah. those kind of songs. Like that's what makes a Scooby Doo, you know, uh, like Chase or whatever. You know, that's Scooby Doo Doo. Where are you? you no, know, that song obviously. And there's other ones you throw in there, and it's like, this is Scooby Doo. Oh yeah. The people who made this right here cared when they were making it. Like yes, that's, that's something that absolutely I appreciate so much. Like this feels like. It was a lot more like there's a lot more love into this than it was just like the last two. The last two felt like people actually cared about them. Yeah. Final thoughts. I think it holds up really well. Uh, I enjoyed watching it. I gave it an eight. Yeah, I was. I was feeling like holding up really well was the fact that like I thought this was made in like you know mid two thousands a little bit later or whatever. This actually I think this is like this actually ninety eight apparently. I had to look it up. I was like, how old is this movie? Yeah, ninety eight. Like I say, yeah, it looks 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 really good. Yeah, no, it totally uh-huh. holds up. Yeah, no, it's it. This is definitely like, I'll probably give it like, I'll probably give it like seven point five. Like it's, it's almost an eight to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, it loses points for cheese, I guess. Like it's not like you know, it's not like a like a, it's it's not gonna win an Academy Award, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's. It's really solid, and I mean, if I was rating it as a Scooby-Doo movie, it would be a 10, <laughs> but, um, yeah, 8 for me. Uh, I give it an 8.5. Nice. Yeah, it, I don't know, it's almost a 9, but then I'm thinking, like, I don't think it's almost a perfect movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, there's, there's a couple of walls no, in here that kind of, eh. It's mostly the cat stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, while, while their design's really cool, I really love, like, you know... When Jock turns into a big cat monster, oh, yeah. he looks awesome. Yeah. But it's like the it's like it has a couple holes in the like I almost rather they didn't explain why they're cat people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they just suddenly yeah. show up as cat people. Like, right, I guess they're doing this now. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick, dude. I don't know about you. I just <laughs> I just be like, whoa, what? <laughs> I also I like the uh, Louisiana setting. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, like. I, I always you. like stuff set in Louisiana. It's just, it seems like a whole other crazy world down there. I'm sure it's not, but <laughs> yeah. like no, with everything <laughs> I watch, they always hype up the whole bayou, Louisiana, crocodile, gumbo, all that crap. Oh, By yeah. the way, I like the crocodile hunter guy. I forgot to mention that part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy's just standing there. <laughs> we, we couldn't remember if like he came back as a cat person or not. No, yeah. Uh, he just, he, he just yeah, did this. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's just—he's just minding his own damn business. He is. Why couldn't, they... They, why couldn't they get Steve Irwin to do that voice at the time? Like he was still alive then. Listen, Ted Nugent's over there minding his own business, trying to catch a fish, <laughs> and Scooby and Shaggy keep fucking with him, dude. They do keep fucking with him. Like he has every right to get angry at them. Like they keep fucking with him, and he catches that damn fish at the end, and then ah, <laughs> oh! <laughs> he deserved to win. He needed it. <sighs> anyway, well, that was that was fun. I like talking about boomerang movies. Maybe yeah. we'll do it again sometime. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, that 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 that's all, folks. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>
like I totally ran out of notes on this one. <laughs> I didn't write that many on this one. <laughs> um, my favorite part, uh, you know, was when uh, Yogi was talking with Cindy, and he says, uh, "If Yogi don't get the suck, he don't give a fuck." <laughs> Remember that part? No, I don't. Actually, I must have <laughs> <been so laughs> down. I must have <laughs> <laughs> Anyway.